Welcome, everybody. It's Mario from Barberview TV Podcast. Just a reminder to please follow us on all social media platforms, including YouTube. Click on that subscribe button so you can be up to date on all things barber culture around the world. And once again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you all for all the shout outs and all the support. Launch day for Barberview TV is very, very, very soon. June 15th on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV with more streaming platforms along the way. Our guest today uh, met him last year when I went to uh, film a documentary um, at one of the barber schools that he's teaching at, Premier Barber Institute, owned by Tyreek Jackson. What up, Tyreek? Also, he's sponsoring, or should I say hosting, the first annual Burtonsville Barber Expo in Maryland. Him in conjunction with Real Barbershop, live and direct from Philadelphia, Edimar Cadero. What's up, brother? How you doing? What's going on uh, over there at Premier Barber Institute right now? Well, you know, Premier is just doing what it did. You know, you can buy and sell what we do on a daily basis, and that's that's just what we're doing. You know, we're trying to... Um, our main goal is to really put out, you know, great professionals into this industry so that it stays a great industry. Uh, we don't want to water it down or, or we want to gain the respect of many others um, along the, in all different industries, you know, from lawyers, doctors, anything. Uh, I want them to look at us and say that, <clears throat> OK, those guys are professional as well. But in order for that to happen, we have to teach that professionalism to them. Right? It's not just about the great haircut. Uh, which that's, that, that's going to come throughout time. But can you teach somebody to be professional and welcoming? Um, and, and that's what we preach. And, and that's kind of our culture to, to get back to our barbering culture is, you know, professionals. You don't got to wear a suit and stuff like that, but just professionals, you know. Some some people look at us barbers and, and then they be like, oh, you know, it's just a barber. It's just a barber. And we don't like that. You know, it's not just a barber, you know. Uh, it's a very important person in the community. Um, and, and we got to teach that. We got to we got to let our guys know and, and kind of push out that product uh, all over the world and all over the states everywhere. It's just that we want to be professional uh, and not just great barbers. We want to be professionals as well. Absolutely. And once again, uh, Itamar, thanks so much for your time. And also, thank you for your service. I know you are a yes, veteran. We appreciate that. From veteran to veteran, I appreciate you a ton. Tell us, man, like what got you into barbering? Because I know you are, I'm just admired by the staff at Bar, uh, Premier Barber Institute. You guys run a very tight ship. No one's blinking, no one's moving unless you say so. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, as far right. as... Um, Tell, tell the fans what got you into barbering and also how did you get involved, involved in being an instructor? So um, how it all started was um, I joined in the Marine Corps from 2007 to about 2015. I got out the summer of 2015. I was boxing. I was a pro boxer. That was my passion. That was my heart. Um, um, before that, I was an amateur boxer in D.C. That's where my last duty station uh, in the Pentagon area. So after I got out, you know, I fought professionally. Uh, and then in the meantime, you know, uh, with the benefits I have, and then I found, glad I found Premier Barber Institute, I always wanted to be a barbershop owner. Um, one of my, one of my greatest childhood memories was when I used to go to the barbershop. Like, you know, those guys always used to crack jokes and, you know, I learned, I learned more about sports in the barbershop than I did watching sports. Like these guys knew it all from, from where that person went to college to 
everything. Uh, and I just love the atmosphere. And I'm like, man, I want to do that. So, you know, with the Premier Barber Institute, because I believe that I should learn about the industry prior to me opening a barbershop or, or, or things like that. So I'm like, well, let me go to Premier Barber Institute. And I just actually fell in love with cutting hair. It was just like, man, I love this. This is fun. This is great. Like, you know, uh, I love making, you know, people feel great. Uh, just from a haircut and a conversation, you can change someone's life. So um, it, it just, it, it became a passion. And then even in the beginning, you know, the, the school owner, Tyreek Jackson, I told him, you know, I'll be back. You know, this will be mine one day. And he'd be like, okay. He said, I believe you. We'll see it. He said, he said we're going to wait to see it. So um, I said, I, I got to go back and teach. Uh, because the way that the way that I was impacted, there's someone else in this world that needs that too, um, and I wanted to be an instructor for that reason, to 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 impact someone. That's dope, man. Yeah, I will say this, man. Uh, I I was Im- embedded in your camp for about four months when I was shooting the Tyreek Jackson. Um, documentary which is coming july 4th is going to be dope in fact you make a lot of appearances in there just to give you a spoiler <laughs> alert <laughs> just to give Thank you heads up but the but the thing i i like most is and i've been all around the world i've been to lots of barbershops barber schools and the things that i like is every time you guys open up your mouth the 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 students are hanging on to every word that just shows how influential the trust that you build with them and then i know in the beginning it's like a fight and everyone's trying to like jack for position yeah. and find out what they could get away with but to yeah. see uh i forgot uh the guy's name uh the guy with the box braids from chicago he just graduated right what's his name the one that always talking crap about ba- yeah, basketball yeah, yeah. and stuff i, f- I forgot yeah, his yeah, name that's but, russell. That's russell. yeah but, but russ russell from where he was, from when I met him to where he uh-huh. is now, it's it's not even the same person. And it's like, right. tell me about how those processes are, and and when do you start to see the buy-in from the student once uh once the light clicks on and they're like, oh, I see what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know, I compare. Although I am a father, you you kind of compare it to raising children, right? You 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 start them off day one. Um, I got my little tricks and some of my little things that I do to try to learn their personalities, learn their learning styles so that I can better suit them throughout the journey. Um, But when it really starts to feel great is when they build that confidence and when they feel like they can attack things that they were scared of three months ago, they go right into it with no problem. They're just like, oh, yeah, I got this with no problem. I might need a little bit of assistance, but I have no problem attacking this haircut, attacking this hairstyle attacking this task. And when you see that change in their mentality, that's that's when you know that, hey, you got it. You're ready. You're 100% ready. It's, it's that confidence. For sure, man. To uh, take a, uh, to go back in the time machine, tell us a little bit about how the pandemic impacted the, uh, the Barber School game and how was the students' vibe was? Because everyone was just in such a, like, posture like we really didn't know what to expect how barber yeah. was going to look on the other side of that you had people that was starting class they just started class and then the pandemic happened right and you had yeah. those that was coming out of school into no job so <laughs> yeah. so right, tell us bro. a little bit about your experience and tell us some of the things that the some of the students have experienced please yep so uh, i remember when it happened that day in march um i believe it was a friday when we first started it, um, the pandemic happened. We got the phone call, hey, no school, we're gonna go virtual. 
We gave all the students how to, and we got on join me. Sometimes we got on Zoom, and we and we made it work for three months. Uh, it was tough, you know, trying to keep them trying to keep them engaged because they want the hands on, um, and they want that hands on. They want the hands on. They want to be like, hey, I need you here with me when I'm doing this haircut. So we're just on Zoom, and then I'm watching them do some of the haircuts with the mannequin and and some of the sheer cutting and and some of the perm rods and working on their shaves, and then I'm pointing it out as I'm watching all of them. Uh, it, it, it was an adjustment. It was it was an adjustment. Um, I, I believe it worked pretty well. Uh, it, it took a couple weeks, though, believe it or not, to really like get into that rhythm of how can get it we make this in. work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can we make this work like we make the everyday in person work? Um, so it was it was rough. It was rough. It was rough for myself. I know it was rough for the students because they were so used to being there all the time. Um, but I, I believe it worked out. I believe it worked out. So like um, in regards to when everyone came back, how was that feeling? Like, was it of joy? Was it of like, oh, man, we 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 made it through? Like yeah. <laughs> what what yeah. was the impact from the barber instructors and the students? It was great. It was it was. Oh my God! When I was gonna send them, I was sending them the message that hey, we're coming back. So excited um, because it was just like hey, we're back. It's over. You know, we'll see all you guys on Monday or whatever day it was in June that we got back, and then you know the city uh, dropped some of the mandates and we were able to come back and, and and do things like that. It was great. The students were excited, and then we had to do three months of catching up within a two three week span. Wow. So it was really busy. It was really, really busy. And, you know, we told the students, hey, ain't no sitting down. We got to work. All right. We got to work for these next month or so because we got to catch you up to some of the things that I wasn't able to work with on you that I still want to. Um, I made the adjustments. The students were, 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 they were busy. You know, some of them were, oh, my God, we're working 24 7 nonstop. <laughs> hey, we need it, you know. Yeah, for here sure. And there, we, here and there, we give them a 15 minute break. I get it, you know. I, I get it. I truly understand. I was a student at Premier Barber Institute myself. And when you work for an hour straight, two hours straight, sometimes you need that three minute to sit down and, and kind of process. I get it. But I told them, ain't none of that for the next month. We got to catch up. <laughs> so That's they reacted awesome. well. They reacted well to it. Um, you know, they worked their butts off and, and we made it work. That's what's up. Hey, so um, in regards to uh, you joining the Marines and being in the Marines, how has that made you a better instructor and or barber today? Oh, as, as, as an instructor, um, I'll start with that one. It, it did a lot for me. Um, the discipline, you know, the, the cadence, the, the, the just being on time and, and, and the requirements. Um, when I was in the Marine Corps, um, once you pick up rank, you kind of get more responsibilities, you know, mm -hmm. as you know. So when I was in E5, I did some of the annual annual training uh, to the younger Marines and, and, and it me being in front of, a hundred Marines teaching them how to be safe for the summer or, you know, tell them to wear their seatbelts and not to drink and drive, prepare me to be in front of other students uh, or prepare me to be at the school and do the same thing, but on a different scale. But it, it's really just to uh, um, kind of trying to instill in that, that, that format, like, Hey, this is how we do things. You know, when you're, in, when you're in the military, there's a how to, and if you don't do it that way, then, you, you know, they're going to make you do it that way. And they're going to keep going until you do it that way. <laughs> For so sure. it, it, that's what that's what helped me out a, a whole lot. 
Um, you know, I'm not a drill instructor. I don't yell and I don't make them do push-ups, but um, <laughs> I, I try to instill that discipline. Hey, you know, while we do some of these things, it's for that discipline. It's for the for your ergonomics. You know, how, how can I keep you uh, doing the correct posture so that you're not a uh, you don't get tired quickly and then you'll have longevity in this game. So uh, being in the Marine Corps got me prepared for that a whole lot. That's what's up, man. Um, in regards to, um, I know we talked a lot about you being like a um, a, um, a a barbershop instructor, but now as your uh, as a barber instructor, excuse me. At, when when are you gonna make that transition to your dream of owning your own shop? Is there like a timetable? Is it somewhere where you're you're giving yourself a timeline before you make that that leap of faith? Yeah. Um, so I had a timeline. Uh, my goal was when the pandemic happened. It's all right. I mean, it's it's. I got my business plan written down uh, mm-hmm. from front to back. It's ready. So um, my aim is uh, either this fall or next spring is my aim to go ahead and open up the shop. Um, I was talking to Tyreek and I was like, hey man, like, I just feel like I don't have the time. Cause he asked me the same question. And he was like, you have more time than you think you do. And I was like, okay. You know, I thought about that and I was like, hey, you're right. I have more time than I think I do. Although I'm really busy, um, I got time to do certain things because when I open up my shop, I want to be there all the time. That's, you know, I got to raise it. I got to raise that shop to get to where it needs to be so that I can not be there every single day because professionalism is going to be my strength suit. I want I want moms, dads, grandmas, grandpops to come in there and feel comfortable. Um, and, and I have to set that culture within my shop. So it's coming soon. The, the, the shop is coming soon. That's what's up. Uh, I asked that question because I see so many of your alum coming out of school and they're like, they're doing, they're doing all these things, right? So I know... Um, you're very strategic, like most people in the military are. So there's something that's going to be coming where everyone's going to be like, game over. <laughs> it's happening. It's going down. Yeah. So that, so that's great. Uh, yeah. Tell us about uh, the barber show. Um, I see you partner up a real barber shop. Uh, that's yeah. going to be June. That's July 10th, correct? July 10th. July, July 10th. 10th. Yeah, so, yeah, so uh, uh, real uh, Luis is a he's a great friend of mine. Used to be my barber when I was stationed in the D.C. area. Oh, really? And, That's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he used to be my barber. Before I was a barber, he, you know, he was my barber. And then um, we had a conversation uh, in May, early May. He's like, hey, brother, like, would you like to come down to the shop and teach a class one day? And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. Like, you know, sure, why not? And then we had more conversations. Like, hey, let's turn it to an event. He's like, mm-hmm. all right, what are you thinking? So we just kind of planned it from the beginning all the way to what it is. And, and, and now it's just set in motion. You know, we got July 10th, 2022, the Burtonsville, Maryland Barber Expo. Um, we want everybody in the DMV area to come on out. It's a small expo, but it's the first one in the area. And we want to we want to pack the house and we want to really get back to how barbering should be. Um, shows are back. So, you know, why not start one in, in, in that area? DMV is a great place. They have some great barbers. So I would love to get them all in there together and, and, and just network. And just just make an event. For sure. Y'all heard it. Edomar is going to come find you if you're not in the house July 10th. <laughs> he said, Joe, so, so what? Tell for those who haven't been to a barber show or don't understand what the expectations is, can you tell them what to expect so that way 
everyone could understand how impactful, how great it is to have all of those resources yeah. in that building, giving you yeah. direct feedback and also chopping it up. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, for those that just haven't been or maybe don't get it, it it's a it's a great place for you to network and learn and just see others that have been in the game for years doing their thing. Um, and it could be one little thing that they do while they're cutting someone's hair that might make something that you do better. And, and, and it's just you observing it, just all visual. It could be audio as well. They could say, they could say a sentence that might make you, you know, that might make that light bulb go off and get you to, oh, okay, that makes so much sense. I'm glad I came to the show. It's about learning. It's about being within your industry. It's about connecting with other barbers and, and stylists. And, you know, a, a one-stop shop where you got a lot of vendors and you can actually, you know, buy some things without you having to wait for shipping and stuff like that. You just go right on the spot and buy it. Um, shows are great. Barber expos, barber shows, trade shows are great. It's a lot to learn from. It's a lot to see. It, it, it's a lot to just be a part of. Um, I encourage everyone, if, as many as you can go to in the calendar year, you should try your hardest to be there because it's just a place to be. If you care about your profession, if you care about your craft, that is somewhere that you should be. Yeah, that's what's up. We, we appreciate that. Once again, as a reminder, the Burtonsville Barber Expo is going to be live and direct July 10th. Go to Eventbrite. Check them out on IG at, uh, I believe it's Barber, Real Barber Shop. And also, yep. you could go to Edamar as well. Is Edamar yep. Cordero. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, and you can check them out. Click on a link as well. Let's pack the house. Let's show people what this barber coach is all about. First annual. So let's 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 set a real high bar and let's break that bar every time. So let's show up and show out and do what we have to do. You know what I'm saying? So question, yeah, yeah. bro. Uh, tell me um, from from your barber experience. Um, I'm very curious to know, like I always ask all of my guests as barbers, tell us about your first haircut that you put down. Don't be shy. Let's hear how awesome it was. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I won't be shy. I remember my first haircut. I remember my first one at the school, and I remember my first one at the shop. Um, first one at the school, um, and this is this is back in 2016. Um, it was a woman, older woman. Uh, and she wanted a 90 degree haircut with shears. And then Tyreek was like, hey, you got this. And I was like, huh? Crazy. <laughs> I was like, you know, you've been doing it on mannequin for three, four months. I said, yeah, but that's a human. Like, they care. <laughs> um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. You know, she actually liked it. She liked how her hair looked. But man, I was nervous. I was nervous. Um, first one of the shop. Um, first one of the shop was kind of an easy one. I was just nervous because now it's just like, hey, this person paying you and they're expecting a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Like, man, what if they don't like it? Or what if, what if, you know? But actually, it, it turned out pretty good. It wasn't bad. Um, I was really well prepared for the barber shop. That's something that I can I can truly attest to. I was really well prepared. My confidence was really high coming out of school. Um, so I really had I didn't have no worries on completing the haircut. It was just those nerves that you got to kind of fight through with experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, yeah. man. That's that's an excellent story. Cool, man. Well, hey, great. I'm looking forward to the show. I hope everyone out there as well. Uh, you got, you're doing great things with Premier Barber Institute. Tell us a little bit about the relationship that you have with Tyreek and him being such the massive force that he is today and, and how 
how um, how that relationship is in that professional setting, and even yep. personally, if you want to share a story or two. Yeah, we have a great business and personal relationship. Uh, we talk about a lot of different things. Um, I take a lot of a lot of advice and, and and just his words. I take them for for you know for what they are, and I implement every single day what they are. Um, I believe that uh, Tyreek has really like. Um, I feel like he kind of tabbed me to be like that next, you know, top guy and, and really take the school to another level mm-hmm. so that he can so that he can transition his way out. He never said the words, but I just kind of see the confidence it. that he has. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel the confidence that he has yeah. in me. And and I use that as fuel every single day. Is okay, you know, how how can we get this get this better and keep it consistent? And a lot of the a lot of the, the, the a lot of the things that push me to do that are his words, especially when it's live every Tuesday. You know, he he, he gives great advice uh, on, on on personal life, business life, anything. Every single Tuesday at nine thirty on his IG. Um, <clears throat> but I get the behind the scenes of that. You know, I I, I get the I get the one on one chit chats all the time, and it, it just it just really took me to the level that I'm at. I truly believe it, and and there's still more levels to come. But, you know, I got to turn that corner. He tells me all the time that it, it looks like I've just turned a certain corner as an educator. And, and you know, I, I believe them. And I just be like, hey, man, I'm just doing my thing with my heart. You know, it's all passion. Um, but he just sees me turning that corner and going from a good educator to a great educator. And that's really all I want is, is just to, you know, for, for, for those that believed in me to 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 feel confident. And, and, and still continue to believe in me and, and enjoy the fruits of the labor of all the work and hard work they instilled in me. And, and that's kind of where he, he and I stand. Like, we just really, really good relationship. Uh, no issues at all, truly. Um, every time we talk, it's, it's something um, on how we can be better or how we can make the school better or how we are doing things that continue the school to progress and get better. So it, it, it's always great. It's always great to have him around, truly. That's dope. Um, what is one thing that you would like to change in the barber game right now? There is so much stuff out there that it seems like when the pandemic hit, everything was leveled, just demolished, and everyone's trying to build themselves yeah. back up, build their brand up. What is um, what is one thing that you would want to change moving forward since now since we're all back in the saddle and we're pushing forward? Is there something that you would change or just feedback or advice to, to, to those that are in the game right now or trying to get into the game right now? Um, <clears throat> the only thing I would change if, if there is a – I love what barbers do on a day-to-day basis. Um, I just want every barber that may not be licensed to go for that is something that I would like. Um you know, you got people in Capitol Hill that, that, that never cut hair before and they want to deregulate our industry. And, and, and they don't know what it took for us to become those licensed professionals that we are. But the more of us that, you know, take their license exams, get licensed, pay for the pay taxes, the less they have to say. So I, I just I just try to encourage everybody out there. Go get your license, man. It's, it's, it's not going to hurt. It's not going to kill you, um, especially in the state of Pennsylvania. It's like, 150 bucks to go get your license. That's it's not even a day worth of work for some of these guys. It's, go get your license. Be be official. Be official. Um, we get our in Pennsylvania. We get our license from the same place that nurses and doctors do. 
right? Our licenses wow. look the same, right? They're pink and blue. The only difference is the title of the license is different. One, one might say physician, other one might say nurse, ours says barber. But from a distance, all three licenses look identical, mm-hmm. right? And I want people to, to in, in, in our state and every other state, is that we are important. You are important. Um, so go out there and get those licenses. That, that's truly something that I would change. Uh, and that's and that's what I encourage in school every day. I mean, our, our guys have no choice. You come here, you graduate, you better go get your license. That's that's the bottom line. Um, gotcha. And we're going to do everything we can. And every person that said, man, that was the easiest thing I ever did because of how well we prepare them. So um, that's my message to these guys out here is go get license. Just get that license. Have that official document with your name on it. It feels great. It truly does. That's what's up. That That is an awesome note to end on. Once again, Edamar, thanks so much for your time. About the show, July 10th, uh, the Burtonsville Barber Expo. Go to Eventbrite. Check out his IG. Go to the real, real barbershop, barbershop. not the real, <laughs> real yeah. barbershop. Check them out, everyone. We have to pack the house. Let's do it for the culture. Let's do it for the education piece. Outside of that, bro, I haven't seen you in a minute. Well, I saw you at, I saw you at CT. You was at CT, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw you at CT. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I just saw you a couple. I, I thought saw it was you briefly at CT. And we were <laughs> I saw you at CT. Oh, it's crazy. Crazy man! Shout out to Jay Majors as well for an awesome event. Um, it awesome was event. good just to see all of those super superstars. And once once again, uh, Burtonsville, this is the first show, so we we could make it as big as we want it to be. But it takes us to dictate what that looks like. So let's make sure, sure that we give it our best efforts. If we could go to the club, then we could go to the show. That's how we're gonna do we it. Sure can. <laughs> we sure can. And it's much cheaper to go to a show. Much cheaper. It's much cheaper. Absolutely. Much cheaper. All right, brother. Well salute, bro. Thanks so much for your time, yes, man. Sir. And and we look forward to chopping it up. July 10th, everybody, don't forget, put it on your calendars, everyone. This is Mario from Barber View TV with Edamar. Peace out. All right, y'all.